0: Plan for success. Prepare to manage change. Now that I have your attention, it's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday Morning Hustle Podcast. Outworking the competition while they still sleep. I'm going to explain that specific quote in detail today. is a common theme of all of the discussions, meetings, etc. that I've had recently. So we're going to go into depth of the ideas of you make plans, you create protocols, you create systems in order for something to be successful. doesn't matter what it is you're trying to build something that is a process. To be successful, you have to have things in place. But the true key to success is how you manage change. Now that's different for everyone. So I'm going to give you a variety of examples of what I'm talking about here on the podcast today. So a common theme amongst everyone I've been talking to over the last few weeks business owners prospective clients people in the community entrepreneurs investors community leaders event planners nonprofit organizations etc everyone i talk to when we talk about what their organization is attempting to do how they're preparing and to do it how they're putting things in place to be to have the most potential for the most success and then how they need to prepare for the future outside of the conversation that we're having that's very specific to that time and date, these same themes come up over and over again, which is you need to plan as well as possible, you need the best systems in place, but everything will change, and the key is being able to make those changes. So again, the the quote I'm going to give you, this is something I'm gonna start saying a lot on this podcast and my business podcast, The Golden Group Neo Marketing Podcast, plan for success, prepare to manage change. And it seems like it's a little bit of a oxymoron, plan and change, or making preparations for systems, etc., that are supposed to do something, and then change it. Because that sounds like you're not really making a plan at all. You're actually just going to sort of react to things that happen. It's not true at all. This is not what I'm talking about, being reactionary, but being forward thinking and understanding, building systems that are adaptable because everything does and will change. And in fact, everything you do in business, everything you do in a pursuit of something you're trying to achieve success, you don't have all the right answers. You don't know everything you need to know going in. So the adaptability the ability to make these changes based on what your consumers, what your competitors, what the market is giving you, what the world is giving you, technological changes, legal changes, COVID-19, example, example, example of things are going to be mostly what you think they will be. If you have a great plan in place, if you've done your research, your analysis, if you've really built good systems, et cetera. But it still has to be able to change, not randomly, but at the direction of what will lead you to success. That's the key right there, at the direction of what leads you to success. Not change for the sake of change, not change because something doesn't work the immediate minute that you're trying to start it or do it for the first time, but change that leads to the ultimate success. So let's go back to the top, let's go back to the beginning and and talk about how to build systems and how to manage change. So plan for success. A plan for success has got to be more than just a plan. It's not something you simply write down on paper although you do need to write it down because you do need to commit to what your plan is. Of course you start at the top. What is your why? Why do you exist? Who do you, who do you exist for? What problem are you solving? What pain are you easing, etc.? Why was your business started? Why did you try to achieve the path of what it is you're trying to achieve? What is it you're trying to do and why? This is your motivation. This is where you start. If you're a business, if this is a business plan or strategic plan, now we get into talking about your core values and your position statement and your values proposition, etc. cetera, who you are, what you do, why it's important, who you do it for, and how you're going to connect with that audience, how you're going to achieve the things you are attempting to achieve, which is what you would call success. That's the plan. It starts there, it starts at the 30,000 foot level, it starts about putting concepts together, setting goals from those goals cr- create objectives, which are subsets of your goals. Those objectives now will give you the strategy that you will put into place as to how you can achieve the objectives that, that support the goals. The strategy will then direct your tactics or the actual actions you will take. They'll be multiple, some will be immediate, some will be medium, some will be long term, some will take amazing amounts of investment, time, money, efforts. Some will be more organic and the systems that you put into place, the things you've written down on paper, the the infrastructure, that you have in your business, whether it's because you're in a, build, a building and you have offices and you have manufacturing equipment and you have chain of command and you have communication and you have written documentation and you have processes and you have handbooks and you have insurance policies and all the rest of that stuff, or if you're a startup and you're going from idea to actual execution, job titles, job descriptions, an outline of who it is, what you do, how you achieve it, who you're achieving it for, your audience, etc., all of that is the plan. All of that is the written process. All of that is creating structure. The reason you create that structure is so you understand what you're trying to achieve, the most effective and efficient ways to do that, and then you get into strategy and execution. Now, an execution is where all of the potential to change happens, and this is the separation between planning and changing. You don't want to change things for no apparent reason, randomly and without enough commitment of time and effort to really understand why you're making the change. So the plan doesn't change much, if at all. The core values, the vision, what you're trying to achieve over a long period of time, how you're going to go from point A to point Z over a period of time, etc., and how you achieve it is the plan. That doesn't change strategy and execution can and should change, and the further into your execution from the basic idea of execution, as in the channels and the basic message when you get into the day-to-day actual, what's being posted, what's being put into commercials, what's being created for copy, the content you're creating, et cetera. How are you creating it? Is it being cost-effective? Are you connecting with your audience? Are you getting enough ROI, bang for your buck, return on investment? Uh, or as I like to say, often ROI, a return on it all, as opposed or reality of it all, as opposed to return on investment. Return on investment is important for measurement. Measurement is important. Measurement is how you decide if you make changes. Execution, the day-to-day execution, can and should change on a regular basis, depend on if it's successful or not. After you've done something enough times, and you do your A/B testing, you understand item A and item B. You have controls so that you can learn from everything that works or doesn't work. And this is how we talk about nothing is a failure unless it completely stops you. Your execution, there will be a considerable amount of things that just do not work, specifically the way you need them to at first, that's the learning process. So this is preparing to manage change. Preparing to manage change is learning process of your execution. Always creating A, B, A, B, C, testing, variations of something, don't fall in love with a basic idea and just simply run with one singular idea, but also don't have 10 completely disparate ideas who have no relation to each other and running with them because then what works and what doesn't work doesn't educate you as the difference between the two of them. But you have things that are similar with variations, A and B, A, B and C, the things that work better. If B works better than A and C, if C works better than B and A, then you take that You create variations of that and continue on until you find the combination of the channel, the message, the timing, etc. That makes the best connection with the audience most likely to say yes, to buy your product, to pay for your service, to connect with you, to donate to your nonprofit, etc., etc. That's where the change happens. That's where change is necessary. That's where the plan stays in place but the execution changes based on again the thing that brings you the success your audience reactions or the call action that you are desiring as it starts to happen you have to figure out why it happens so that you can repeat that and repeat it and repeat it until the parameters change again that is change management that's where success comes from if you just start with a one singular idea it's because it's your idea or because it's how you would do it or it's how you would like something and put it out in the world. The likelihood of it being successful is actually extremely low. You might get lucky, but luck is not a strategy, and something you don't want to invest your time and money, especially your life savings, in getting lucky. Instead, you've created a, a you've created systems, you've created protocols, you've put things in place. You have structure for the business to work, for the organization to work, for the event to function the way it's supposed to. You've crossed your T's, you've dotted your I's, you understand how to do it. Now it gets down into execution. execution, paying attention to what's working, what doesn't, making the changes necessary to do more of what works, less of what doesn't. Continue down that path, learn what your audience is looking for, learn what was successful in execution, do less, spend less time, less money, less budget, less effort on things less successful, less important, less impactful on the overall vision of success. That management of change, whether it's the change in attitudes of the people, the change of the people in place, the change in the tactics, channels, message, content, etc. Whatever the changes are necessary at execution level, if you are measuring and going into the whole process with the understanding it can, will, and should change as you learn as opposed to build something, stick to it and force it to work. Actually taking a message and forcing it down your audience's throat or forcing it down your employees throat on execution or trying to force a square peg into a round hole, it doesn't work that way. But if your systems, if your strategy, if your tactics are built with the idea of execute, measure, change, adjust, execute again, continual measurement, continual adjustment until you're finding the thing that has the most effect, the highest ROI, the lowest cost, the most effectiveness, etc. Then you ride that horse until things change enough that you need to make these adjustments again. You don't go back to the drawing board, start all over. You go back to the process of A and B testing, of making variations along the way. And through this whole process, you're doing 80-20. of what's working, you're focusing your time, money, effort, budget. 20% of the time, you still need to be experimenting, trying new things, seeing if something catches on, and learning from the experimentation. Experimentation that fails, learn what didn't work, learn things that didn't go your way, things that you should stay away from in the future, you should steer away from, you should do differently, and continue to educate yourself and the process of what does work how to focus and continue on what does work so that when people randomly say here's an idea you can tell them we've been doing that in our 20 percent of experimentation and it has not executed at the level necessary so we're going to stick to the core ideas that work sometimes people get really stuck and we've been doing the same thing for a long time we have to change things you only have to change things when it stops working or it becomes less effective and even that change is incremental And multiple variations of it so that you can learn what the change is as opposed to knowing for a fact what the change is because you're a smart person, you're really good at your job, you have a lot of experience. That's only part of the equation. The actual execution, the actual feedback, the actual real-world concept around what's happening, what people give back to you, what they tell you, what they represent, what they spend their money and attention on, what they're willing to share. All of those feedback metrics are more important than how you feel about it, your take on it, and what you would want to do. And if something is working extremely well, but it seems boring to you to do the same thing every time, well, then suck it up, buttercup. cup, because doing the same thing and being bored, but being highly effective, being successful is more important than you being super excited about your execution on the regular because a success pays for everyone to be profitable, keep their jobs, expand more, do more, have fun with the 80-20. Now you can have a little bit more time, a little bit more budget if you're being successful on that 20% of experimentation. Have as much fun there as you want. Stick with the 80% that really works. Commit to it until it's time to not commit to it. That's a balance too, every organization is different as to how you decide when something's not working, when something could be more successful. And then the final point, the final concept, the final way to expand this idea even more, and if this goes a little too far, make a comment in the, section, the comment section of however you find this podcast and I'll try to explain to you even further or maybe even do a follow-up episode to this, but because things are working well, does it mean they can't work even better? So, you're selling, you're making sales, you're creating income, you're being profitable. It doesn't mean that's the cap on your potential profitability unless you own 100% of the market. And even then, there's potential for auxiliary markets to to feed into if you're the 100% dominator, which I've never seen any product or company ever be the 100% dominator of any product, of any category ever. So there's always room to grow. There's always room to do better. Because you're being successful, because you're being profitable, doesn't mean you can't do more. That's why you're continually experimenting, 80-20, continual experimentation to find ways to do more. So don't change quickly on the planning side. Do plan to make, uh, make regular changes and adjustments in your actual tactical execution because those changes, those edits, are something that can inform you what works better and what doesn't, then you can continue to go back to the things that do work and exclude the things that don't because you know because your audience, because the real world, because the market told you so. So create a plan that you're gonna to stick to for a long time, commit to, the core values, the why, your motivation, why your business exists, the structure necessary to exist in that way and support everyone in their process, and then when you get into actual process, actual execution, that actual executional process, the tactics themselves, the things you do on the regular must be Adaptable, adjustable, must have flexibility built into them. Must have measurement built into them. Must understand what's working, what doesn't, so you can make the changes. And it's not about so that someone can be look successful, get bonuses, get adulation, or so someone else looks less successful and can get in trouble and maybe get fired. It's not about holding people to account because people need to be held to account. It's holding your systems, your tactics, your execution, the things you spend money on, to holding them to account so that you can learn, give information, empower your employees that are actually executing to do better, and at the same time, empower them to learn from the process and make suggestions to you what the edits and, and changes need to be, because we understand the system is built to be changed. So there is a positive cycle, a positive circle of building something that can change so that the change comes naturally because you anticipated it as opposed to a commitment that is so stubborn that it can't be changed and it won't. That's the difference. If you plan for it in your systems, if you plan for it in your protocols, if you understand it will happen at the top end in the long term commitment. As you get into strategy, as you get into execution, as you get into employing and deploying through your employees, that's a mouthful, letting them know you understand it won't work 100% perfectly every time, but the feedback is necessary in order to make continual updates, changes, and improvements allows them to be a part of the process and informs the other part of the process. And you create a figure eight, if you will, an affinity pattern of continual improvement. So one more time, plan for success. Prepare to manage change. That's the quote. That's the idea today. I hope you appreciated it. If you would like to hear more, if you think I missed something, if you think I skipped something, if you think there's a missing piece in this, or you would just like to know more information, make a comment wherever you found this podcast, or hit me up at SaturdayMorningHustle.com. Of course, you can always listen to this podcast every Saturday on Anchor App, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Podchaser, anywhere you find great podcasts. Videos are on YouTube as well. Leave a comment, leave a review, share with a friend, and make sure you get some Saturday Morning Hustle swag too. I'm rocking the Coffee and Donuts t-shirt today because I got donuts and I got coffee. That's my motivation each and every Saturday, of course. Make sure you follow us on on social media as well. Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, a brand new Saturday Morning Hustle page on Facebook, separate from my personal Facebook page. So Saturday Morning Hustle is on Facebook. Find it there. And of course, SaturdayMorningHustle.com. Don't miss an episode and don't miss an episode of an upcoming professional balance bonus podcast series of the Saturday Morning Hustle. I'll have a new episode Monday because it's the last Monday of this month. So check that out on Monday as well. So appreciate you guys tuning in this Saturday and each and every Saturday on the Saturday Morning Hustle. Outworking the competition while they still sleep. See you next week. Saturday, morning hustle Saturday, morning hustle Saturday, morning hustle Wake up and keep chasing your dreams